Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tail Teller's Fly Shop. How are you doing today, Ethan? Uh, I'm doing great today. How are you doing? Uh, I'm getting there, and so I guess the word in Lynchburg is you're still doing kind of the same thing at the shop. You got your new website out. Uh, shop's closed to foot traffic, but people can come pick up stuff and they can shop online. Yep, you got it. Perfect. And are you doing free shipping? Do I remember that correctly from last time? Yes. Yeah, we're doing free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. There's no no minimums or anything like that. Uh, so you just order away and then the shipment or whatever it is pretty much goes out same day. So it's pretty nice. I mean, it takes about two days if you're in Virginia and it'll be at your front door. Uh, three, three-ish, four-ish days, depending on, you know, where you're at. Yeah, got it. And of course, you know, even though people are still able to fish in Virginia, subject to some limitations, like uh, I know Shenandoah National Park is closed. And I guess my advice is, you know, before you go out, kind of check the website where you're going to make sure you're in business. But you guys have gotten a ton of rain. Yeah, that's going to, that that's definitely going to uh, affect people that are trying to get out in the water because, I mean, it, it was like between four and five inches uh, in some places. I mean, so it, it's up there. The rivers are, are rolling right now. Um, downtown, we've got the James flowing through here, and uh, she's up real high. I mean, you can't even see the boat ramps, which that's what we were, we were talking about, um, is the boat ramps get gunked up after, after floods like this. So it makes it uh, difficult even after the water subsides. I mean, it's not like you're going to be able to roll your jet boat onto these huge blocks of mud and nastiness <laughs> so it, it'll be a little bit before um stuff kind of calms down and then boat ramps get cleared so there's something to keep in mind if you're if you're trying to get out for smallmouth uh or you know whatever um in the next couple of days it's going to be fish as high up on these little streams as you possibly can um meaning just for brook trout or for um the higher tributaries whatever they may have in them because uh, that's where it's going to be safe uh, and the easiest to catch stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like the smallmouth game is kind of going to be on hold for a little while until the rivers get back into uh, to fishable shape. Yep, sadly. Well, uh, the good news is, Ethan, I've got a question for you from actually, I think he's one of your shop customers. His name's Justin, and he's a new fly fisherman, and he is uh, experiencing some challenges uh, finding new places to fish. And so he can find him, and he goes to him, and he either realizes that he doesn't have access legally, or they're not really good fishing water, or maybe he needs a boat. And his question is, you know, what are some ways for fishermen uh, to figure out some good places to go fish that they can get into legally and have a productive day on the water? Yeah, that's, it's a, it's a hard question to answer because there's not a one simple quick answer. I mean, the, the things that I've found um, that have been, made it easier for me is, is one go with the buddy who knows that area or, or knows that stretch. If you're going by yourself, uh, a couple of things that I always do, um, is I will plot it out pretty good to see, like the ways that I do that is, you know, look on a map or maybe somebody told me, you know, this stream is good. Uh, and then there's a app called Onyx hunt. Uh, I use that a good bit cause it tells you the property lines and you can see where national forest, uh, is and all that sort of stuff. So I, I use that app a good bit uh, and that's helpful, but you will sometimes find discrepancies, uh, meaning like 
on the app it says you're on National Forest and you're looking at a sign in front of you that says post it. Um, so that's not a surefire way to do it, um, but that is a very helpful way to do it if you're looking for new water, uh, particularly on like the small, the small streams in our mountains. Um, you know, when you, when it comes to like lakes and stuff like that, we've got actually quite a few lakes in the Lynchburg area. Uh, and some of them you can fish, but you have to have, uh, basically permission from somebody that, you know, either lives there or that sort of thing. So you can do the good old fashioned walk up to somebody's front door and ask for permission if you feel comfortable to do that. Um, one, one little tip, I guess that, that I often do is, um, I'll carry a $20 bill in my pocket, you know, in my wallet when I'm out fishing. So like, if there's a problem, I know I've got 20 bucks, but there has been an instance where I was fishing on a stream. There was no, you know, no posted signs or anything like that. It was by all my standards, it was a public stretch of water. And I had a landowner, at least they claimed to be a landowner come out and ask me, you know, what I was doing on their property. I, there was no inclination or no way that I would have known that it was on their property. Um, but I just apologized. Um, it was like, I didn't know, you know, there's no signs. I offered to give them the $20 bill, pull it out of my wallet and said, I, this is, you know, for the day I'll, I'll pay you for this. I apologize. And, uh, they didn't take it and they were fine. And then they said, I can fish it whenever I'd like. So, you know, there's like little things like that too, you know, just being a nice person. Um, if you are on a stretch of land that says posted, then don't go there. <laughs> uh, so it, it's not a quick, clean answer, honestly. It's uh, it's like there's a lot of little tidbits um, that come together, and a lot of it is just through learning places, you know, just driving there and seeing, okay, I can't access this flow on the stream, so uh, I've got to go higher up, you know. So, like, the Piney River is an example of that. I can't tell you how many people have asked me about the Piney River, and then you tell them how to get there, and they drive out there and then they call me and they're like, there's no access on the Piney river. I, I can't fish here. It's all posted. And, and almost every single instance I ask them, like, how far up the road did you drive? And I'm like, uh, I went like a hundred yards. I'm like, yeah, you got to drive a couple more miles than that. Uh, so that, that's one of the big things too, is just, you know, figuring out where to go. It takes trial and error and it takes some drive time. Um, it's not always going to be quick and clean. Unless, of course, you just call the closest shop to where you're going and ask them, but they might not always tell you. <laughs> yeah, the secret there is to come in and buy a few flies. Do you sell guidebooks uh, in the shop, Ethan? Yes, we do. So that, that's another easy way is uh, just picking up a guidebook. Like we've got two uh, that are Virginia Streams, um, and they're by two different authors, and one of them even has like maps of exactly where to go. Um, but the one thing I do tell people oftentimes that pick those up are those streams are going to be like the most popular ones, which is fine. You know, that's a good place to, to go and learn. Um, but on crazy busy days, like, you know, if you're going Memorial weekend, that stream might be a little busy. So it's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I did a, uh, did a podcast not too long ago with Jason Halliker from Department of Game and Inland Fisheries, and they've got the new uh, Trout Slam Challenge. And if you go to their website, oh, yeah. they lay the whole thing out, basically telling you how to catch all the species you need to get the Virginia Slam. Um, so, Justin, that might be another uh, place you want to go take a look at, too. Um, and remember, folks, we love your questions. You know, even though it's a little bit harder these days for folks to get out and fish, 
Great time to ask questions. If we read your question on the air, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. You'll get it into a drawing for some cool stuff, uh, probably a gift card, maybe some shirts and hats. We haven't decided yet with Ethan at the end of the season, uh, but just send them to us on the Facebook uh, page at the Articulate Fly, and we'll read them on the podcast. And um, I guess before I let you uh, let you go, Ethan, why don't you let folks know where they can find you on the internet and reach you at the shop so they can uh, get stuff to get out on the river or maybe sit at home and tie some flies. Yeah, I mean, the easiest thing is going to be just going online to tailcolorsva.com. Uh, that shows pretty much everything that we have in inventory. Um, there's, I'm still consistently uploading stuff and all that jazz, but that's a really easy way to figure out, um, like fly time materials or like fly selections, all that jazz. Um, so that's one way. Then you can always call the shop phone. It's, it's pretty much always going to be me right now that picks up. Um, so if you have a question about anything, you know, just give us a call and, uh, then, of course, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. We're on that. So, um, And I'm pretty pretty free to, to talk or to help you any way that I can. Absolutely. And, folks, you know, with all this water, you know, first of all, be safe. And if you're going to fish in the next week or so, probably a good idea to probably head high up in the mountains and chase brook trout. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines.